Hello, everybody. Welcome to this week's A Disciples Tidbit. And it's a little bit late today, and I apologize for that, but had some issues in my life that I needed to tend to, and those are tended to now. So I'm returning to regularly scheduled programming, as it were. So I wanted to kind of give a little bit of a tidbit about something that is really prevalent in the church today, and I've even been guilty of it, and then is what I would call almost pastoral worship. Okay. We all have those favorite pastors we really like to listen to. I think my absolute favorite one is Tommy Nelson of Denton Bible Church here in Denton, Texas. I say here in Denton, Texas. It's in the Dallas Fort Worth area. Um, you may have uh, some. I know that uh, there are uh, people that I know like to listen to Charles Stanley, some like to listen to Alistair Begg and et cetera, et cetera, and so on and so forth. But what I want to give is just a little bit of a caution to that. And I think we all intrinsically know that this isn't necessarily the right thing to do, but I definitely want to also kind of address something else too that I've seen on Twitter as well about how some say, I follow Paul's gospel, which is kind of a weird thing in of itself because they will say that basically that the, uh, the writings of Paul do differ from what the teachings of Jesus uh, talked about in the gospels, which I really heartily disagree with. But I, I think in a way that they're kind of tied together here. Okay, so if we go to 1 Corinthians chapter 3, Paul is kind of addressing this issue where apparently within the ancient Corinthian church, they were saying, I follow Paul, I follow Apollos, and another says, I follow Christ, I follow Jesus. Um, so this is what Paul has to say about it, starting in verse 1, And I, brethren, could not speak to you as spiritual people, but as to carnal, as babes in Christ. I fed you with milk and not with solid food, for until now you were not able to receive it, and even now you're still not able, for you are still carnal. For where there are envy, strife, and divisions among you, are you not carnal, behaving like mere men? For when one says, I am of Paul, and another says, I am of Apollos, are you not carnal? Who then is Paul, and who is Apollos? But ministers through whom you believed, as the Lord gave to each one. I planted Apollos waters, and God gave the increase. So then neither he who plants is anything, nor he who waters, but God who gives it the increase. And also... I believe that some people may not necessarily believe that the next verse is going to basically wrap up into this idea, but I think it's worth bearing out. And it's worth mentioning in Revelation 22, verse eight. Um, I think it's very well to be said that basically angels are very magnificent creations. They cause even apostles to fall down and worship them. And verse uh, chapter 22, verse eight of the book of Revelation says, and I, John, who heard and saw these things, and when I heard and seen them, I fell down and worshipped at the feet of an angel who would shown me these things. But he said to me, do not do that. I am a fellow servant with you, and your brothers, the prophets, and those who keep the words of this book. Worship God. That's the whole crux of the point that I want to make here. Whenever we're so worshipping, well... Maybe worshiping is a bad word. When we're so revering a particular pastor or a particular whatever, we endanger or we run afoul maybe of worshiping, okay? If we hold it so dearly, our view of whatever pastor so dearly that we end up inadvertently worshiping that pastor. And maybe that we hold up that pastor so much that whenever that pastor makes a mistake or whenever that pastor does end up 
you know, falling from grace, as it were. We've there have been many examples of that throughout the church history that we end up trying to defend them. Now, granted, it's like within the church, we've been forgiven of our sins, so we in turn should forgive others of their sins. But what if, say, they're unrepentant, or what if they start preaching false doctrine, or what if they start, God forbid, preaching another gospel? Maybe they start going down a road that they shouldn't go down, and we end up going with them because we revere that pastor so much. Always be like the Bereans in the book of Acts, you know, we search the scriptures out to make sure that these things are so. Worship God. Always worship God. And I think, you know, everybody's going to be listening to this and go, well, duh, of course I'm going to do that. But I think we as human beings, we are made to worship to the degree that if we're not careful, we'll worship God. And I did hear one pastor say, and I do agree with this, that the reason we don't have the original manuscripts of the Bible that the apostles actually wrote is because we as human beings would end up worshiping those manuscripts because that's just kind of like the creatures that we are, right? So this little tidbit is to remind you, don't hold a particular pastor or teacher in such super duper high esteem that you end up inadvertently worshiping that person or pastor. Worship God alone at all times. At this point in the podcast, I want to reach out to you. And if you have never done so, if you have never entered into a saving relationship with God through the Lord Jesus Christ, I want to invite you to do that today. All you need to do is believe. Believe that Jesus was who he said he was. He was God in the flesh. Believe in your heart that he died for your sins and rose from the dead. Confess him as Lord. And the Bible says that you will be saved if you do that. If you truly believe in your heart that Jesus is who he said he was and that he did exactly what he said he would do for you, you will be saved. It is simply that easy. A lot of people say prayer, prayer. And that's great too confess and put your mind and your heart and everything through a process, if you will, to be able to embody what's already taken place in your heart. By simply saying, Lord Jesus, I believe that you died for my sins. I believe in my heart that you were raised from the dead. And now I confess you as Lord. Please take control of my life. And I want to follow you for the rest of my days. Jesus name I pray. Amen. That's all you need to do. And your life will change. Your life will change, not necessarily materially, not necessarily in terms of the world, but your life will change as far as your relationship with God. And you can know for certain that you're saved. The apostle John wrote that when he was pinning first John, he says, I write these things to you that you may know that you have eternal life. Not that you can hope, not that you can wonder, but that you can know. Ephesians 2 verses 8 and 9 says, For it is by grace you have been saved through faith. This is not of yourselves. It is the gift of God, not by works, so that no one can boast.
I want to thank you so much for listening to my podcast today. If you'd like to get in touch with me for any reason, I have the links for the social networks that I am connected on in my bio for this podcast. I'm also available at Gmail at DisciplePOV, that's D-I-S-C-I-P-L-E-P-O-V at gmail.com. If you have anything that you would like to convey to me, such as something you agree with, something you don't, or anything else, or if you did receive the Lord Jesus Christ into your life, I'd love to hear from you today and to assist you on your new eternal journey.